Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mindfulness is the greatest gift you can give yourself at any age. So says my next guest. She credits discovering mindfulness as finding a sense of peace that is invaluable. Now, she started out her career as a model aged just 15 and found herself thrown into a world where she was treated like an adult and had access to all kinds of destructive substances. And after battling years with depression, anxiety and other abuses, she's become a hugely successful health and wellness coach. She's a UCLA trained mindful facilitator, a master NLP practitioner and an inspiring motivational speaker. She's going to be speaking at this year's Vitality Expo that's on in the RDS Dublin. And one of the things she's going to be speaking about is the really important topic of self-care. And I'm delighted to be joined by Alison Canavan for Monday Motivation today. How are you doing, Alison? I'm great, Sinead. Thank you for having me. Not at all. You are so welcome because you are pretty much Monday motivation personified, can I just say. But <laughs> but, that, but that wasn't always the case. You were very good at running away from problems and you really grappled with depression and anxiety for a long, long time. I did, yeah. Like I think like everybody, we're not brought up in a world that encourages us to think for ourselves, to live by our own rules to follow our bliss, follow our purpose, and therefore we're consistently pulled out of ourselves from such a young age. So we really lose our direction very early on. I think this is, a, it, this is something that's on mass. You know, when we see the increase in the level of anxiety with young people today, I think we've got to step back and go like, what's wrong with how we're all operating? Because we can't have such a chronic problem that is not just the few, it's the many. And I think when it tips into the many, as a collective, we've got to kind of move back and take a look at it. And for me, I was constantly trying to people please. Mm. You know, we're taught that from a young age, like be the best at this, do this, try and win a medal. And I've got nothing against competition, but I think what happens is that when you consistently and constantly place your worth in the hands of other people, danger ensues because no matter what happens, you're never going to feel full up you know, because if you walk outside your house and somebody says, oh, I don't really like the colour of that coat or I don't really, well, then that's it. Your whole day is ruined. So I think it's really important that we're in a time of well-being, especially like the well-being market, Sinead, as you know, is saturated. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure as your listeners will know, it feels like we've more of a to-do list in the well-being space now than anything else. <laughs> it's kind of becoming a bit of a stressor. It's like, tick, meditation, tick, this, tick, and it's kind of like, oh my God, I've got this huge long list of stuff to do. Like, where do I start? And <laughs> I'm like, we need to pare things back. We need to keep things simple. 
And most importantly, when I work with people, I say you need to reclaim your power. We're all incredibly powerful. Every single human being on the earth. There's not one person better than anyone else or more powerful than anyone else. It might seem like that sometimes when someone's more money or a better job, but that's, that's all kind of noise. So what I encourage people to do is listen. Listen. And the only way to listen is to get quiet. And this is the gift of mindfulness. Yeah, now you're touching on yeah, you're touching on an awful lot of stuff there that's resonating mm. with me, right? The first thing that I'd like to talk to you about is this idea of pleasing other people. Now, in my mm. job currently, as we speak, <laughs> I am always conscious of am I pleasing the listener with what I'm saying? Are they entertained? So it's kind of a bit of a tricky one for me. But I think outside professional life, I am doing this as well. I'm yeah. constantly kind of saying, oh, I must be accommodating now for that person or I must do this or I must. That is when things become overwhelming. Or you could reframe it, Sinead, and say, I'm here to serve the listener. So it's more of a putting yourself in the place of service to others. And that changes everything. You know, because you're doing it for the good of the collective. So you're bringing information and topics to people that might enhance their lives and their way of living. So I think it's all how we frame things, which is really important. And I think once we shift it and we we move it to what's best for everybody instead of what's just best for me, I think that kind of changes it. Because I think your role is like us having this conversation right now. Mm. Who knows who might be listening to this conversation who really needs to hear this today? Yes. Like we don't know. So we, we, it's like throwing a little stone into, into a lake and the ripples go far and wide and we probably won't see the last ripple. So we probably will never get to see the people it affects. But because everything is energy, when your intention is of the highest good and it's like, I really want to give my listeners the best experience, well, then that's what's going to come from it. Okay, you've made me feel instantly better about myself. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but can you tell me about you? Wait, wait, when did you, when could you pinpoint the time in your life when you were, you know, this 15 year old and onwards, you know, very successful model on the outside, very glamorous life, but there was a lot of trouble going on the inside. When can you pinpoint when you decided that's it, Alison, you got to take control now, you got to do a complete 360? I don't think there was a time. I think I've always been a spiritual soul seeker, actually from a child. And I've always been that kind of kid who is into esoteric stuff, very interested in quantum physics, always kind of questioning, is there more? What else is out there? Is this all there is? Are human beings all there is? So I always had those questions in my mind. And I think from a very early age, I felt a sense of discontent. Like I was in this job that was seemingly like incredibly glamorous and all of these famous people and you know, we're so a kind of story, especially through the media, that the type of jobs like modelling are incredibly glamorous and wouldn't every young girl's dream be to be in an industry like that? And quite frankly, I could say I, I could count on one hand of even the amount of models I met that were happy. Yeah. If any, quite frankly. You know, and that's a conversation that's never had. It's a very tough business and... You know, everything, your worth is placed in what you look like and, you know, it's, it's not full of great people. Um, you're traveling on your own. It's long hours. It's like, look, I got to travel the world. There's, there's pros and cons to everything. But sometimes we think that other people have this incredibly glamorous life and that if we just had a little bit of what they had, then our lives would be better. And the truth of the matter is that it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. It, you need to be happy with who and how you are right now. 
It's so important. And this is the same message I keep saying to people all the time. There's no point in having a five-year goal and placing your happiness in the future and going fantastic. When I get there in five years, then I'll finally be happy. And it's like, no, you won't, because you'll get there in five years and you'll go, is this it? Is this all there is? And then you want more. So we really need to understand what is it that I'm uncomfortable with right now? Like, what part of me is looking for my attention? And when you show up for yourself and you do the work on yourself, it's not like something you do in the morning or the evening or on a Saturday or going to a mindfulness class. It's a moment-by-moment, choice-by-choice life that you're creating. Like, life is created every minute, every moment, every choice that we make. And again, this, this brings me back to mindfulness because what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is being aware in the present moment with openness, curiosity, and a willingness to be with what is. And that's really important. So if you're having a shitty day, be with it. You know, it's not always about the good times and the happy feelings and the positivity. Sometimes it's just about being with life as you navigate it. Because as we know, it's like getting in every day and strapping in and going on a roller coaster. You know, it's, yeah. you're not always guaranteed like a, a nice smooth ride. Like some days I come home and go, whew, happy I made it today. <laughs> happy I'm in my bed. <laughs> you know, that was a wild ride. <laughs> so so I think like, you know, we've, we've got to be careful with well-being that we don't. A lot of people I see in my clinic present to me stressed because they don't feel like they're doing enough, like enough yoga classes, Pilates classes, meditations. And I'm like, are you even in those classes? Mm. You know, are you even present? Like, are you even, like, enjoying the healthy food that you're spending a fortune on and, you know, trying to spend ages cooking? Or are you trying to just, are you trying too hard? Like, there's a a beautiful flow that comes into play when we just are, when we just be, be in this moment, be here now. Because when we consistently and constantly bring ourselves into the present moment, we get to truly see life as it unfolds and the easiest way to do this is to connect with the heart and every single morning when I wake up the first thing I do and I try to catch myself as soon as my eyes open to Nate because we all know what happens is all of those thoughts start to come in and they're quick they're quick yes you know or I have to do this today I have to do that today and mine sometimes just is like a waterfall coming in and I'm like <laughs> and I just place my hand on my heart before I even open my eyes And I connect with my heart. And I just affirm to myself, I am love, I am peace, I am safe, I am protected, I am light. And even just saying those words to yourself and comforting yourself and connecting with your heart space. Like Howard Martin, I did a Facebook Live with last week, and he's the co-founder of HeartMath and They'll Be As Vitality, which we'll be talking about in a minute. I use them in my coaching practice because... He's over 50 years experience in heart-based practices and living from the heart and having graduated UCLA myself, the science around the intelligence of the heart is mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. The heart is not just an organ that pumps blood around your body. It is incredibly intelligent. When you talk to it, when you connect to it, it sends off all of these different messages throughout your body, to your mind, your energy fields. It's It's a miraculous, miraculous organ that we're also not taught anything about, which I find kind of incredible, really. Like, 
yeah, now that like, I know so much about it. Yeah, like what you're saying there, though, completely makes sense. Like, you know, mm. like, and I, I'm surprised that it's not thought of more. But like, say, for example, you've given us one little example there, like, because there's an awful lot of misconceptions out there about mindfulness, and particularly yeah. in meditation. People think, yeah. oh, I have to be really still. And what if my mind no. wanders too far? And what if I fall asleep? But that's bunkum, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm like, if your mind wanders, you're a human being and you're alive because the only way that your mind will not wander is if you're dead. Like, let's just put that on the table. Like, I am so... People are like, I can't clear my mind and I have thoughts. I'm like, great, you're human. Now, what we're trying to do is just be with that, is we're, we're becoming an observer of the self. We're watching our thoughts. So I always say, it's like watching a motor. Just say you're sitting on the side of a motorway and you're watching all the cars go by. So the cars are your thoughts. So you're watching them go by, watching them go by, and then you see your favourite red Ferrari. It's your favourite car. My son loves cars. And you find yourself following that car. That's what you're doing when you're following your thoughts. And then you find yourself, you follow it, and then you go, whoops, I've just followed the car all the way down the road. And when you do that and you catch that you've gone off in a narrative and a story, you just go, whoops, there I go again, thinking, and you just bring yourself back to the present moment. A really wonderful teacher, Sharon Salzberg, always says, Mindfulness meditation gives you the opportunity to start over again and again and again. And there's something <laughs> profoundly comforting about that statement for me. <laughs> like, the fact that no matter what happens, we can just start over, start over, start over. It's okay. You know, the aim of it is not to get frustrated with ourselves. One of my teachers as well always says to me that, you know, mindfulness not met with self-compassion causes anxiety. And I think that's a really, really important sentence for people to hear because sometimes when we sit with ourselves and we're not used to being in our own company, we can get anxious very quickly because all sorts of emotions will come to the surface. Like you can't expect to sit in meditation and just have good feeling emotions yeah, arise. Yeah. Whatever you've buried is going to come up to be seen. It wants to come up to be seen because it wants to be healed and it wants to leave. It doesn't want to live in your body. So free your emotions by being with them, by seeing them, by acknowledging them. And then they'll just come up and they will go. And for those people who are simply terrified of sitting with yourself, as I was, because you're like, oh, listen, there's so much stuff that's going to come up. Am I able? Yes, you are, because it's like um, peeling layers off an onion. You're not going to have everything come up at once. We're really intelligent beings. You know, we're super smart. No way would anybody have everything that they've ever buried come up at once. So, yeah, it is like sometimes I feel like the waves are really strong some days and I'm barely able to cope. And then sometimes I feel there's just very gentle little waves and little things that are coming up to be seen. So there's kind of two things that I work with, surrender and trust. So surrendering to something bigger than us and trusting that you're able for this. Okay, that's really, really good stuff to take on board. And, you know, like one of the things that I do actually take on board with uh, some of the practices that you're, you yourself do, um, Alison, I know you spoke about this in a column really recently, is the power of practicing gratitude. I mm. cannot stress how much of an impact that has had on me personally. Before each show, I will sit there and I will think of three things like you do uh, yeah. that to be grateful for. Now, an awful lot of the time it is is you know and then I'm trying I, and, and more often than not I, I will have a great show because of it because I've put out this positive energy yeah. and I feel like I can be the presenter that I want to be sort of thing but gratitude it really is vital and those three little things they're only small things yeah and the thing is there that you are taking back your power so you're like hold on a second I'm the captain of this ship 
I'm going to decide how I want to feel and I'm going to tell the universe what kind of experience I want to have. This is the magic and the power of gratitude. Living in an energy of appreciation is a game changer. It's an absolute game changer because the vibration of appreciation, the frequency, the energy of it is a really high one, just like love is. And when we begin to understand that we can manage our own energy, this is something I never realized before, and especially as someone who struggles with depression and anxiety, I always gave my power away. Turning up a doctor's therapist, fix me, fix me. I don't care what you have to do. Give me the pills, do whatever, just fix me. Never once was I like, okay, so what do I have to do here? What part do I have to play? Like, now I'm like, I know I'm a conscious co-creator of my life, and I take that job really seriously, and I love that job. So everything I do from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to sleep, I have that in the back of my head. You are consciously creating your life, Alison. So if something's going wrong, I always say, look for the gift. Even in the worst situations, there's always a gift. And that's very difficult for people to hear. It's really difficult for people to hear when it's really a very difficult situation that's happening in their life. And, you know, our tendency is to get very defensive and say, oh, it's easy for you to say, look for the gift. You don't understand what's happening in my life. But I'm like, there's never an experience in this life that we don't learn and grow from, even if it's a really, really tough experience at the time. And there's often times that we look back to people that we've lost, that we love, times that we've grieved, you know, maybe losing a job or breaking up with someone and all these different things that as human beings we're going to go through. And they've made us stronger. They've made us the person that we are today, which is really important. Yeah, no, it really, really is. And it's only after the fact at times that you can learn to Mm. appreciate that gift, you know. Uh, Now, you're talking about Vitality Expo. This is coming up 28th and 29th of September. There's a big topic that you're going to be focusing on, which I never practice, never, ever, ever practice. And it's something I have to do more. And it is self-care. Yes. Yeah. And this is another, all these words, I keep saying mindfulness, self-care, gratitude, all of these words mean nothing unless they're put into practice. They're kind of like Google self-care and there's like 10,000 quotes. I don't know if you read my supplement in the Ungratitude a couple of weeks ago. I did, (laughs) And I was like, it's time to stop sharing quotes and start showing up and living this. Like, come on. Because self-care is about nourishing and nurturing who you are and how you want to show up in this world. Like really kind of checking in with yourself and going, how am I? How am I feeling? Because really your guidance system is your emotional body. Now I'll be talking about this as vitality too. How to learn to trust yourself. How to start, you know, the, the path of getting rid of this disease to please, which we all struggle with really badly. But also the most important part of this is really bringing up that sense of compassion for ourselves. Like I mentioned earlier, we really have got to be kinder to ourselves. So what I see most of people is your word is your wand. So stop beating yourself up. So many people today, from the minute they get up to the minute they go to bed, they're like, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, that's not good enough, I wish I'd done that. Stop beating yourself up about what you didn't do and focus on what you did do. You can't be everything and do everything for everybody all the time. So I think we put too much pressure on ourselves. I think we're all over scheduled. I think, 
you know, I think we need to just sit back sometimes and be okay with sitting on the couch and doing nothing for an hour and trying not to feel guilty about that. And that takes practice, believe it or not. It really <laughs> does. Because you saying that, I'm like, an hour? Oh, my God. I know. It's like really funny. Like, I actually see people's body start like the body language starts to kind of you cave would, in you wouldn't even I, I, I'm actually just correcting my own posture now because <laughs> I, I was literally like an hour and I clenched up when you said it <laughs> and I say to people and stay there uncomfortable for the for the hour because you need to start just being okay with not doing anything we're human beings not human doings and we constantly feel like we have to be running around and doing stuff and it, do you know what it does take a lot of practice though because in the beginning I was like oh, I'm a single mother and I'm self-employed so I should be busy all the way up to the minute I get into the bed and from the minute I wake up and not a moment can be wasted because I'm building a business and I have to be a good mom and like where did we get this from we're picking it up from the collective most likely yeah. you know what I mean of what we should be and how we should be and it's like well are you happy? You know, are you happy in your life? Like these Some are the questions the time, we need yeah, to come yeah, back to. Yeah, you know. Is this. And yeah. again, it's a moment by moment, choice by choice life we're creating. So it's bringing it home now, bringing it home now, bringing it home now. So constantly connecting with the heart. How am I feeling right now? Okay, let's proceed because people always look for answers in haste. Answers will only come through silence. Creativity only emerges through silence. Silence is the gift where everything else can take place. That's yeah, I'm de- I'm definitely going to do this a lot more. I definitely need a lot more quiet silence in my life. That's for sure. But you know, Alison, you you are such a wise person as I mentioned at the start you're, you were Monday motivation personified right but you know as I mentioned you weren't always like this but if I no. if you I was to go back to you to 15 year old Alison getting ready for the exciting life of a model travelling the world so if you could go back in time and speak to her about the life that she's about to lead what would you tell her? I would say listen to your heart it was always speaking to you and be guided by that because you'll never, ever, ever be led astray. I love that. That's great. And it's really bringing it back. And what, what, in your opinion now then, are the key ingredients for your happiness? Presence, connection, authenticity. Being truthful with myself. Like looking at the parts of myself that I never wanted to look at before. You know, being okay with not being a perfect person. And when different aspects arise, being able to sit with them and, you know, being a conscious co-creator and working with my life as it's happening, you know, like not burying my head in the sand, pretending things aren't going on and afraid to kind of face difficulties, face people, you know, do what my heart desires. So, and all of this comes really with time, consistency and a commitment to living your best life because every single person can change how they're living. Every single person on earth. I don't care who you are, what your background is. And I would have argued years ago till the cows came home, that what about these people and what about that person? Like I was the really annoying person that argued about everything. Like when my teacher said meditate for 10 minutes, I'd be like, excuse me, do you live in my life? I'm like the most busy person on earth. So I was the person who consistently and constantly made excuses. That was me. Just always making excuses, oh, isn't it well for them because they had this. And it's like, no, do you know what? Quit the nonsense. It's really down to you at the end of the day. It's really down to 
how badly do you want a different life? How badly do you want to feel better? And I really badly wanted to feel better. And I really badly <laughs> wanted a different life. Um, and, you know, I don't see any of how I live now and what I do efforting. You know, people always say, oh, God, it must be really annoying to have to do this. I'm like, see, I don't feel the have-tos anymore. Yes, sure, in the beginning it was all a bit, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. But now it just is. It's just how I live. It's different. And when when we change anything, change takes time. It takes time to settle into a new routine. But once you do it, it kind of becomes like a second skin. It just becomes automatic. So it's definitely worth it. Like I always say to people, there's a million different ways to to come home to yourself. Like there's not one right or wrong way. There's loads of different meditations. There's loads of different techniques. There's loads of different exercises. So have fun with this. Bring the joy back. One of the big things that we're missing, I think, in the wellness world is joy, happiness. It's all become very regimented. Yeah. So I'm like, be a little bit lighter. Be a little bit more joyful. Be a little bit more playful. Be a little bit more like your younger self, you know, and, and bring her or him out to play because people are so stressed about everything. We don't need to get stressed about well-being too. It's just not the way it's meant to be. It's kind of you know, we're we're doing the opposite of what this movement should be. So I think we need to simplify things, you know, raise the pressure, lift it and lighten the load for people, which is important. Well, Alison, thank you so, so much for lightening the load for me and no doubt the people listening. Thank you for your honesty and your great advice. And you have us well and truly motivated for the week ahead. And no doubt audiences at Vitality Expo will be refreshed and vitalized after they speak to you. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm actually running a coaching clinic for the whole weekend as well. So come see me at the coaching clinic. We've got sleep advice. Um, information about coaching people can try out the heart map and see their body come into resonance so we've lots going on come and say hi to me hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.